If you're looking for Pokemon-style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, it's Pokemon Cave here again. We're going to uh, dive into episode 2 and episode 3 of the original Pokemon series. Uh, so, episode 2 uh, starts off with... Uh, Officer Jenny saying that uh, they're looking for some uh, suspicious people. Um, meanwhile, here is Ash running into Viridian City, um, battered and bruised. And he's got Pikachu with him, who also is uh, heavily uh, hurt. Now, Officer Jenny, right off the bat, notices that Ash is coming into town. And now he looks suspicious. But yet, why? Why does he look suspicious? Um, there is a wanted poster right next to her with a picture of Jesse and James. Ash doesn't look like Jesse or James. So again, why does he look suspicious? Um, Jenny, again, uh, she also mentions that there's he's the fourth trainer to come through the, the city. Um, I forgot to mention this in the last episode, but uh, one thing that caught my attention was apparently there was at least four trainers who would have been at Professor Oaks on that day uh, to get their Pokemon. So obviously one would have gone Bulbasaur, one would have gone Squirtle, one would have gone Charmander. The fourth trainer though who would he have gone, or she have gone? Would have would it have been Pikachu, um, or would it have been nothing? You know, um, what had happened if 
all four trainers showed up at the exact same time. Um, you know, that's what I'm trying to, to, to think, you know, what would happen if all four trainers got to Professor Oaks at the exact same time? Who would get each of the three main starters? And who would be necessarily stuck with Pikachu? Uh, or stuck with no Pik or no Pokemon? Um, and they would have to come back a different day. Who knows? Um, another thing that caught my mind. Or caught my attention. Uh, Officer Jenny driving her motorcycle into the Pokemon Center. Um, and Nurse Joy saying, uh, we do have a, a parking lot. One thing that I've noticed is that they will drive their vehicles wherever the heck they want to drive their vehicles. You don't see that here or anywhere else, you know, as far as I know. You don't see an ambulance driving itself into the actual hospital. Yeah, there are um, ambulance bays in hospitals and stuff like that, but... You know what I mean. Like, they're not driving it right into the ER waiting room, for crying out loud. Like, and it's, oh, it's, well, it's a Pokemon emergency. Well, any Pokemon going to the Pokemon Center is a Pokemon emergency. <laughs> does, does that give you the right to, to drive right up to the front desk and leave tire marks all through their, their front lobby? Like, who's going to clean that up? <laughs> um... Another thing, uh, Jenny and Joy talking nonstop. Who was treating Pikachu? Because you know, if Pikachu was in such dire need of a, of medical attention, was was Chancy, you know, being that medical attention? I I, I don't know. Um, that's what I don't understand. You know, who is watching over Pikachu? Um, why does Ash answer the medical phone? He's, he's not medical personnel. He's not Nurse Joy. He's not Chansey. Why? Why are you answering the phone? It's not your phone, man. What are you doing? You don't see, you don't see anyone else walking into some random place, you know, uh, a supermarket or whatever. Their phone rings. You don't, you don't see a customer pick up the phone at a supermarket. So why? Why is he picking up the phone? Um, and, and yet, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Um, uh, the the radar that picked up uh, Team Rocket's balloon. Uh, you know, Officer Jenny is saying, oh, our, our radar has picked up a flying object coming towards the city. Meanwhile, as she's talking, they're already in the city. <laughs> they're, they're right above the Pokemon Center. How crappy is your radar? That it doesn't detect a flying object unless it's literally right above, essentially, the radar or wherever that radar was. Uh, you know, the, the balloon's not moving that quickly. It's not a jet. It's it's a balloon. You can see that thing coming from a mile away, and it's coming pretty slow. Uh, doesn't make sense. Um, why does Misty think that she can use a Goldeen when she's facing... Team Rocket in the Pokemon Center. There's no water. And she even mentions this. She even says she can't use it unless it, you know, unless there's water. It's pretty useless. And that she was just warming up. 
Warming uh, How? How are you warming up? You might as well have thrown out a freaking magic carp and said, Oh, have you had enough? Well, hold on to your socks, boys and girls. This is going to be my next Pokemon, and this thing's going to knock you right out. What? What the heck? <laughs> um, meanwhile, this group of Pikachus are running around generating power. And it's not until Pikachu, or Ash's Pikachu, gets there that they decide, hey, maybe we should help. <laughs> you know, what the heck? Um, you know, oh, and, and Misty Spike. When Ash starts using it to generate power, the bike is upside down, if you look at it. The bike's upside down, yet he's sitting on it. So he's sitting on the frame. <laughs> and somehow he can pedal... Even though the tires aren't moving because the tires are pooched. It doesn't look like there's a chain on it. You know, uh, by the looks of it. And yet he can light up the light on the front of the bike. Which then produces electricity to help Pikachu generate enough electricity to zap Team Rocket. That does not make any sense whatsoever. That is a classic what the F. <laughs> um, when Team Rocket is going away. How can the balloon work with them all on the rope? You need someone to control the the flame in the balloon for steering and elevation and whatnot. So, what they they just they're going to hang on to this rope and just pray that the balloon knows where it's going? Like, I mean, yeah, Team Rocket. I mean, Rocket in general, they have pretty good tech or at least you see that they have pretty good tech later on um in the series uh, i'm talking you know multiple seasons from now uh, did they necessarily have that tech back in the first season i i don't know um and then ash and his stupid stupid theory of let's just throw a pokeball and I'll magically catch a Pokemon. Because that's how it works. Never mind the fact that I have other Pokemon that need to battle said Pokemon. In order for me to actually catch said Pokemon. I'm just going to throw the Pokeball and pray that I catch it. He knows he needs to battle the Pokemon to catch them. Yet he uses the ball right away. Every time. For both um uh, Caterpie and I believe he tried to use the ball right away for Pidgeotto until he used Pikachu uh Thunderbolt to kind of paralyze it you know thank goodness he gets smarter as he goes but come on this is basic basic knowledge you would think you would have this knowledge before you left on your journey like come on <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, so that, that brings us to the end of episode 2. Uh, episode 2 had a ton of WTF moments. Um, episode 3 um, is a di- is a little, little shorter for WTF moments. Um, yeah, the, the Pidgeotto incident, that was in episode 3. Um... 
Where again, he thinks he can catch a Pokemon just by throwing a ball at it. But then he sends out a bug type against a flying type when he had Pikachu. <laughs> you know, um, again, you would think that he would read up on his weaknesses against his strengths as far as what Pokemon is better for what type uh, when fighting. Um, what move types are better against what other move types. Stuff like that. Um, Misty's concept, though, of don't send a worm to fight a bird because birds eat worms. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, she's right. But Pidgeotto's not going to eat Caterpie. At least I don't think it's going to. It's probably going to use Peck, Gust, um, Wing Attack if it was in the later seasons. To knock out Caterpie. Uh, mind you, it wouldn't take too much to knock out a Caterpie. Um, Caterpie is pretty low level, pretty weak. Um, even then again, going into a Metapod. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't get me started on Metapod. Um, I know the episode is coming up where, where Ash faces another trainer with Metapod versus Metapod. And it's just... Metapod use Harden. Metapod use Harden. You know, you're waiting for the, the SpongeBob voice, you know, the, the French guy to come out and go, 16 hours later, they're still doing Harden. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think that would be the only Pokemon battle where you had to stop the battle to go to the bathroom or to eat because it's just going to keep going and going and going. Um, yeah, oh my goodness, like, what the heck? Um, you know, the the great things about watching these seasons all over again, uh, it's a couple things, you know, nostalgic, um, you know, I'm 30, I grew up watching this stuff, um, I remember going downstairs at like 5 o'clock in the morning, 5.30, give or take in the morning, and watching Pokemon um, when I should have been in bed, <laughs> you know, um, every single day, Monday to Friday, um, and watching the Poke Rap and all this other stuff. Um, you know, as I sit here in my Pokemon room uh, slash recording studio, I am, you know, surrounded on all four walls of mainly you know, quote-unquote, vintage stuff. Um, you know, I've got uh, old playing cards, uh, the circular ones. Um, those were pretty cool back in the day. Uh, I've got the Pokemon, the first movie soundtrack, the actual soundtrack. Um, you know, I distinctly remember going to see that movie. Um, I remember having the Ancient Mew card in my hand at the movie theater and seeing the uh, Ancient Mew card, so to speak, or um, hieroglyphic kind of thing on the the wall in the movie and going, holy crap, it's the same thing, <laughs> you know? Um, I, I've got the, the Burger King Pokemon balls still in the boxes wrapped um that you got 
I don't think as a Pokemon or as a kids meal. I think you had to buy them separately, if I remember correctly. I know I had them as a kid. Um, my parents bought me a couple of them. And of course, I opened them and played with them and whatnot. Um, I wish I, if I had known what I know now, yeah, I'd probably keep a couple sealed. Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really want to keep anything sealed, right? Um, you know, I've got the original Tiger uh, Pokedex. That thing is awesome. Um, I have the uh, the official Pokemon handbook, the the Red Border one. I've got uh, tons more of Burger King toys. Um, you know, th those are the kinds of things that I grew up on, you know. Uh, Burger King was, hmm, maybe six or seven blocks away from my house-ish. Probably closer to seven, maybe eight. Um, you know, it was like four or five blocks away from my elementary school. Um, my mom would pick me and my brother up for lunch sometimes, like maybe once every couple of weeks. And we would go to Burger King for lunch. Um, you know, grab some, uh, kids meals, play in the, uh, playroom for a bit. And then by the time we got back to school, uh, it would be the recess right after lunch. Um, and we'd have like 10, 15 minutes of recess, give or take left and then go back into school. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. Um, you know, being able to, to relive all those cool things. Um, it really brings me back. Uh, and I have two young kids. Uh, I have a daughter who turns seven on May 14th. And I have a son who's uh, five. And they absolutely love Pokemon. Uh, we watch it almost every day. Uh, mostly the newer stuff. Um, but they have started to rewatch the older stuff with me. Um, mostly as well. Um, when I do research for the podcast, um, they, they sit there and they'll point out WTF moments and whatnot. Um, you know, but they mostly watch the newer stuff with the, the Rotom and whatnot because they find Rotom funny. But now they're starting to realize the original Pokedex was actually pretty ballsy and, and funny as well. Um, so they're, they're enjoying that too. Um... They have, gosh, countless amounts of, of Pokemon cards. Um, because I also have a YouTube channel. Uh, and I also have an Instagram account based solely off of my Pokemon uh, lifestyle. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm constantly buying product um, to open up. And all the open up, all, all the opened product, I mean, uh, goes to my YouTube channel. Um, and highlights and stuff like that. I go to Instagram. Um, anything sealed or anything I'm going to keep sealed, or stuff like mm -hmm. the Pokemon uh, stuff. Um, you know, from Burger King and whatnot. That that takes pictures and goes to Instagram. Um, but yeah, that's everything. Thank you for this for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for episode three. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 